0: Okay. <clears throat> Forage and forget. Forage and forget another issue here in the Dominion of Unequilibrium. The issue. The Unequilibriumian Botanical Society has reported a sharp decline in wild herb populations due to overcollection, resulting in a blossoming debate over foraging rules. Okay, so I have four options this time instead of three. This concerns the environment. So, let's see what people are offering here as far as uh, solutions go here. So, You'll be able to see. I wonder if I can share <clears throat> these issues. Yeah, let me let me copy that. I'll see if that that'll be able to go into the links here. Let's see links. Put the link. But I wonder if that that link may not stay. It might be t- only temporary because of the fact that this issue is going to be resolved, and then that that page might go away. So let me go ahead and, again, put in the link to the main page as well. So that that's there. Alright. Okay. So now, those links are in... And we're going to take a look and see, we're going to take a look and see what, what uh, we can get resolved here. So, all right, go back to issues. So the Uniquilibrium Botanical Society has reported a sharp decline in wild herb populations due to overcollection, resulting in a blossoming debate over foraging rules. All right. Number one, that's silly, it's time to root for our herbs, reads the sign carried by botanist Rosemary, who is brushing some thistles off her pants. Our plants are cruelly uprooted to be gluttonously eaten, greedily sold, or even used by hikers as improvised toilet paper. We cannot afford to let our native species become extinct. Just because they look appealing to wipe with, we should impose limits on foraging for all plant species to safeguard our flora and my, I mean, our botanical research. All right, so who's this person talking to me here? My but a botanist, a botanist, Rosemary. Rosemary, the botanist. Okay. Let me, let me put, let me see if I can, I'm going to put our comments in here, so, so this will make it a little bit more interesting, I'm going to put that there, all right, so that's Rose, and that's what she says, okay, and I put that as a comment there, so in the live chat, so that it shows up, all right, so there we go, I think that'll work, I like I like that, I like that. How... <laughs> I like how this is going so far, except for the fact I keep hitting the mute button. All right. Number two. Number two. Will my daughter need a flower picking permit? Snaps Basil Nettles, the host of the Cuisine Without Culture podcast. And what's next? A lawnmower ban? What a joke. Plenty depend on wild herbs for food security or to supplement their income, not to mention to spruce up their bland food. And extensive regulation would leave them eating dirt. Let me give you some sage advice. Foragers should have the right to roam free and collect as many wild berries and herbs as they like. All right, again, there's this guy, Basil Nettles, nice. He's the host of the Cuisine Without Culture podcast, and he says, "What's his daughter supposed to do?" All right, the cuisine. All right, that's the second issue. Remember, there are there are four debates. Debaters number three: Overregulation is bad for the economy, but so is extinction reports Deputy Commerce Minister Al Overa. Especially if, say, the exterminated herb has medicinal properties. Equilibrium would lose out on any health benefits and the ability to profit off it. So how about this? Let's identify economically and medicinally important plants, then preserve them in National Botanical Gardens and Herbaria. That way, even if foragers go wild, the nation still flowers. All right. So this is my deputy commerce minister. My deputy commerce minister named Al Overa. And, um... Even if forgers go wild the nation still flowers. Identifies okay. It's not, not a bad proposition, buddy, but we're gonna see. I mean I wanna keep the economy good in good standing. It's great right now. Um, we'll see. Let me let me look at that one. Well, I mean I'll read them again Because I need to you know, you can't just read over some issues right away as a ruler of a nation and just like make Decisions willy-nilly, right? All right. You got to at least have <laughs> one other person. I mean, it's so far considered an inoffensive, centrist democracy. So we'll see. Number four. Plants deserve to blossom freely, not be pent up in a stuffy greenhouse, interjects Corey Andrea Parsley, the chairwoman of the local neighborhood beautifications council dropping a bag of seeds on your desk. We should give free seeds to all hikers and encourage them to spread them around while they are walking soon enough. We will have a rampant vegetation to offset the loss from free foraging. That's an interesting idea. I could see how that's just a problem waiting to happen though, too. But all of these are, are, are interesting. Oh, this is cool. I, I didn't see this information. Shows this is issue this issue was created by the Royal Dominion of Candencia. Uh, and it was edited by Frieden und Freudenland. Alright. This is great. This is just so great. Alright, so I don't know what I'm gonna do here. Okay, so let me put this last issue in the comment section here. So from from uh, Corey Andrea Parsley, the chairwoman of the local Neighborhood Beautification Council. All right. So now we've got all four of the different positions on the debate, uh, uh, the positions of the debate here. Uh, and so I'm going to look at them one more time. I'm going to read through them one more time uh, from the very beginning to the end of it. So, the Uniquilibriumian Botanical Society has reported a sharp decline in wild herb populations due to overcollection, resulting in a blossoming debate over foraging rules. All right, number one, it's time to root for our herbs, reads the sign carried by botanist Rosemarie, who is brushing some thistles off her pants. Our plants are cruelly uprooted to be gluttonously eaten, greedily sold, or even used by hikers as improvised toilet paper. We cannot afford to let our native species become extinct just because they look appealing to wipe with. We should impose limits on forging for all plant species to safeguard our flora and my, I mean, our botanical research. Number two, will my daughter need a flower picking permit? Snaps Basil Nettles, the host of Cuisine Without Culture podcast. And what's next? A lawnmower ban? What a joke. Plenty depend on wild herbs for food security or to supplement their income. Not to mention to spruce up their bland food. And extensive regulation would leave them eating dirt. Let me give you some sage advice. Foragers should have the right to roam free and collect as many wild berries and herbs as they like. Okay. Three. Overregulation is bad for the economy, but so is extinction, reports Deputy Commerce Minister Aloe Vera, Especially if, say, the exterminated herb has medicinal properties, Equilibrium would lose out on any health benefits and the ability to profit off of it. So how about this? Let's identify economically and medicinally important plants, then preserve them in national botanical gardens and herbaria. That way, even if forages go wild, the nation still flowers. Number four. Plants deserve to blossom freely, not be pent up in a stuffy greenhouse, interjects Corey Andrea Parsley, the chairwoman of the local neighborhood beautification council, dropping a bag of seeds on your desk. We should give free seeds to all hikers and encourage them to spread them all around while they are walking. Soon enough, we will have a rampant vegetation to offset the loss from free foraging. Okay, these last two in the debate are really somewhat appealing. Uh, we got... Uh, <clears throat> We've got, um, uh, the economy. So I've got my com, my deputy commerce minister, aloe vera wanting to preserve them for, so, okay, that still preserves it and it gives science increases science and the economy and it will preserve the flowers. Um, Mm. But Corey Andrea Parsley says she wants them stuck up in some greenhouse. Should cease see the hikers. I mean, okay. I mean, that she makes sense, too. Flower-picking permit, uh, the Cuisine Without Culture podcast, uh, plenty depend on food security, income. I – hmm. So – So he's thinks They should just go and do whatever they want. It's time to refer. You know what? My instinct is just telling me to go with the deputy commerce minister, uh, Aloe Vera. And um, that's the one I'm going to go with and see what the results are of that. Cause that's just, that one just sticks out to me. And I feel like that's what I'm going to do and, and, and wrap it up. So let's go ahead and, and agree on, on that one. With uh, Deputy Commerce Minister Aloe Vera, who, um, over-regulation, so is extinction, so he wants to identify economically and medicinally important plants, then preserve them in National Botanical Gardens and Urbari Okay, I'm accepting that. Confirmation required. Let's confirm and move on. All right. Legislation passed. Forge and forget. Legislation, uh, legislation passed. Citizens polled. Media probed. Headlines gathered. <clears throat> the talking point. Money grows on trees. Recent headlines. Wage rises put spring in step. Money in pocket. Socialists welcome increased public spending equilibrium wins international attention, the good kind. Banana sales curve upward. Uh, fascinating. All right, let me. Wonder if I can, if there's somewhere I can. I'm gonna snap these headlines and see if I can put them and share them somewhere else, so for all to see. Oh, yeah, I think that, oh, yeah, because when I put them in a blog post, oh, my gosh, so much, so much content. Okay, that's good. Okay, so postcards from Uniquilibrium, a new one, Cultivated. Provide government support for parks and nature reserves. Cool, got postcards from from Uniquilibrium. It's uh, provide government support for, for parks and nature reserves. Wow, there is so much, there's such great art. This is a great postcard. Let me snap one of those So this is this is a great growing project here. Okay, so let's see what statistics, the recent trends. What what's the, the overview? Um, what thing? What statistics went up? So health went up. Bananas ingested per day went up from two to two point five two. That's a twenty six percent increase. Eco friendliness. Dolphin Recycling Awareness Index, 838.34, went from 8, 838.34 up to 989.76, that's an increase of 18.1%. Taxation, the effective tax rate went from 15.75 up to 16.31, that's an increase of 3.6%. Yeah. Gover- uh, government size, bureaucratic comprehensiveness rating scale index, went, the government size went up from 11.27 to 11.40. That's an increase of 1.2%. Food quality went up 0.98%. According to the Michelin Star Index, went from 59.10 to 59.68. Charmlessness increased, according to the Kardashian reflex score, from 1.22 to 1.23. That's an increase of 0.82%. Lifespan increased from 73.94 to 74.26 years, an increase of 0.43%. The Human Development Index increased uh, from 58.7 to 58.27. That's an increase of... Uh, 0.17%. Economic output. Numerologies. Uh, this is a huge number. This is 193136000000000 136 billion. up to 193334000000000 So it went from one hundred ninety-three trillion to one hundred thirty-six billion to one hundred ninety-three trillion to three hundred thirty-four trillion, an increase of ten of point ten percent, point one zero. Average income increased from sixty-seven thousand one hundred fifty-four point seven numerologies to sixty-seven thousand two hundred twenty-three point one four numerologies. That's an increase of point zero. I'm, so, I'm sorry, 0.10% also, just like economic output. And employment, workforce workforce participation rate increased from 7809 to 78.11%. That's an increase of 0.03%. Tourism went down 0.07%. Trout fishing went down 0.10%. Manufacturing sector went down 0.10%. Obesity went down 010 two percent So, remember everyone, that decreasing numbers don't always represent something bad. Obesity going down 0.42% uh, is a good thing. Um, average disposable income, though, that went down 0.49%. Environmental beauty went down 0.85%. And the weather, the meters of sunlight. <laughs> okay, meters of sunlight. Okay, that's it. So, that's what's going on in Uniquilibrium. Let's see what uh, how Uniquilibrium reads now. The dominion of Uniquilibrium is a massive, environmentally stunning nation ruled by Mordecai with an even hand and remarkable for its pithe helmet sales, frequent execution, and soft-spoken computers. The quiet, industrious population of 2.876 billion Q-libs's have some civil rights, but not too many, enjoy freedom to spend their money, however they like, to a point, and take part in free and open elections, although not too often. The relatively small government juggles the competing demands of education, defense, and law and order. It meets to discuss matters of state in the capital city of Mordecai. The average income tax rate is 16.3%, but much higher for the wealthy. The strong Uniquilibriumian economy, worth 193 trillion numerologies a year, is driven entirely by a combination of government and state-owned industry with private enterprise illegal. The industrial sector, which is fairly diversified, is led by the trout farming industry with significant contributions from tourism, information technology, and book publishing. Average income is 67,223 numerologies and distributed extremely evenly with little difference between the richest and poorest citizens. Cosmopolitan citizens ask what their countries can do for them. Citizens try to pass off bottle caps they found in their backyards as historical artifacts. Illegal immigration remains a hot topic, and money grows on trees. Crime, especially youth-related, is totally unknown. Uniquilibrium's national animal is the capagera, which frolics freely in the nation's many lush forests, and its national religion is mathematics. Uniquilibrium is ranked 47,140th in the world and 955th in Lazarus for highest drug use, scoring 96.8 on the pineapple fondness rating. Okay. However, I'm in the top 5%. And it looks like farming and what, what is this one here? Employment. Okay. World Census experts study the ratings of daytime television chat shows to estimate the percentage of citizens who are employed. Oh, that's an interesting statistic. Let's see. My world rank 11,164th, region rank 519th. The dominion of unequilibrium, an inoffensive, centrist democracy. Environmental beauty. Wow, there are so many things to look at. Welfare. Let's see. Uh, Youth rebelliousness. Let's take a look at that. World census observers counted the number of times their car stereo was stolen from outside fast food stores to determine which nations have relatively high levels of youth-related crime. I just found my next show. Okay. Then, <clears throat> all right. Here we go. We're going back to Equilibrium. We're going to look at the issues. I'm going to give the little teaser for the next issue. It's called Skeletons in the Closet. And then I'm going to either go on to it next or quit. We'll see. I'm having too much fun. Skeletons in the Closet. The issue. Silas Schmidt. One of your party's rising stars has come under intense scrutiny after incendiary and offensive comments made several years ago were discovered on his social media profiles. Ha <laughs> Once again, Silas Schmidt, one of your party's rising stars, has come under intense scrutiny after incendiary and offensive comments made several years ago were discovered on his social media profiles. All right, cancel culture on display in the next... In the next uh, issue resolution here, and another show just um, just developed. Uh, it's um, I'm going to do that next. Uh, it's being able to look at, for example, all of these different uh, uh, measurements that are here. There's different measurements and let's see if we look at the the ratings right we have all these things these all these different ratings so right now i'm rated as highest drug use in in lazarus which is the the region i'm in lazarus we're dead serious that's why they have a cool flag all right so The highest drug use in Lazarus. World Census experts sampled many cakes of dubious content to determine which nation's citizens consume the most recreational drugs. As a region, Lazarus is ranked 15,305th in the world for highest drug use. Uh, Wow, there's so many different uh, accolades you can get here. All right. So that's going to be the next thing I'm going to be checking on here is all of these different uh, ratings that you can get as a nation. So much to look at. So much fun. I may just do that one more uh, and get into that just to get it kicked off and see how that works out. There's a lot of them. So it's going to be a, that's a lot of content to work with. A lot of content. All right. And um, uh, Kendi Kim. Kendi Kim, oh, finally Kendi. I get to deploy something that I had alluded to uh, many moons ago, and now it's in full effect. Only those in the know will know.